Thanks. So the theme of our talk lately is uh, back to the basics. I've been talking about uh, the f what are called the faults or the uh, obstacles of meditation. And although there are only, uh, supposedly there are only five of them, six of them, but we haven't really gone through them. Uh, I've, I, I've still spent a long time just with the first one, the first problem. Not interested, uh, being uh, discouraged, and, uh, and all the other ways you can uh, translate that term. Uh, and the reason I spent a long time with it is uh, a lot of us, it doesn't really matter how long or how much time you spent being a practitioner. You could have spent 20 years being a practitioner. And the reason that you perhaps you don't see yourself probably advancing the way you were, you were hoping to advance, or at least you don't, you, perhaps you don't see too, too, too much of a progress going on, it's because of the first problem. You haven't really gotten over the first problem. And this happens all the time. You, you're, you're with a bunch of other people, you go to a class, they talk about meditation, they talk about the nine stages, and this is really just uh, I've, it's, no, this is not real meditation yet. This is just the door to real meditation. That's what is called shine shamata. Okay, uh, quietude. And it takes. It seems to take forever to get there. And we get discouraged. And it seems like we will never get there. And the other thing that we do, instead of being discouraged, we make ourselves think that we are some, we're somewhere over there. We, we don't know exactly where we are, but we are somewhere over there. And we just leave it like that. We just leave it vague. And once in a while, when we are discussing, uh, talking with other friends or other Dhamma friends who know the, the nine stages, what are the names, you know, placement, and patching the gaps, and things like that. And you know about the, you know, you know the list, the five, the six, the four, the... the and we discuss and try to, and, he, and for some reason you're asking, oh, where are you? <laughs> I'm, having I'm having a problem with the eighth. <laughs> uh, and uh, before you even begin, you add, you're wondering, uh, you're thinking about uh, how to, you, uh, you want to know what antidotes to use for the, the, the third problem, which is the real problem of a meditation. No, jingu. Uh, there are so many ways I've translated uh, laxity and excitement, dullness and and uh, uh, agitation. Uh, they have another one. Um, dullness, sinking, sinking. That's the one that my teacher loved to use. Mental sinking. Okay. Uh, these two are the real problems, and they're, and they're, they're thrown in as one problem. Okay? Because that's where, when you're really meditating, when you, when you start to meditate, that's what you're really uh, fighting against. You're fighting against the mind becoming too excited. You're fighting against the mind becoming too relaxed. You have to keep the mind in a balanced state between those two, not too excited and not too dull. And because we've experienced sleepiness, because we've experienced you know, some sort of uh, uh, excitement, we think that we've, we've already experienced the problem of meditation. 
And I already said it before, you're you're mature people. I'm not afraid of losing you to the path. I can tell you, when they, the, the sleepiness that you've experienced and the excitement that you experience is not what they're talking about. It's only in reference to having an actual object that you see clearly in your mind. Then your mind starts to get excited in, in, re, in reference to that object. Or your mind gets dull, starts to get dull in reference to that object. That's when they're referring to, now you have, a, you have the obstacle of the third problem. If you don't have any clarity of your object of meditation, you're still fighting with laziness. Forget about over-application, under-application. Forget about those. You're, you, you have not advanced enough to have those problems. Okay? And actually, when you're actually fighting those two problems, you're an advanced meditator. <coughs> if you don't believe me, I don't know. Read Geshe Wangyal, I think, Geshe Wangyal, one of the uh, pioneers uh, who brought uh, uh, Buddhism to, 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 to the United States, uh, he has a, I think he has a book on meditation where he talks about that. Okay, so you can go read that book. Sorry, I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> Geshe Wangyal, some book he wrote on meditation uh, where he made that reference. Okay, so, and the second problem, forgetting the instructions, and they are so, uh, 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 this problem is sort of glanced over that it, it seems to be, uh, it seems to be saying, it, it, it reminds us when we forget something, and because of the name of it, forgetting instruction, it, uh, we think that we are having that, we have this, uh, this problem because uh, you, you're sitting down and there were five steps and you forgot one. That is not <laughs> the problem, okay? And these problems are really like gradations of each other. Uh, uh, they're really uh, steps, okay? You don't really have the third problem until you've actually... Uh, uh, you don't really fully conquer laziness until you've actually achieved uh, some... Uh, the actual degree of, 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 uh, of spontaneous meditation. Okay. You don't really, uh, uh, because it is, it is spontaneous meditation itself, which actually takes away the problem of laziness, of the, of, or you could say the, being, uh, being in danger of being discouraged. And, and why is that? The reason that you're in danger of being discouraged is what the Buddha said to uh, the, the, house, the householder, who, 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 said, who asked the Buddha, you know, I've been following you for a long time, but I'm still not getting anywhere. And the Buddha said, this be, the reason that you, uh, you're still experiencing discouragement is because you haven't had a taste of, what he's, of the realization that he's talking about. So the reason that we are my, our mind is prone to uh, being discouraged is because we haven't really had any experience that can counter discouragement. Discouragement is only encountered when the mind directly ex has an experience that it cannot deny. So when you have an experience of spontaneous meditation, where you feel a bliss not only in your mind but in the body and in your emotion, you feel bliss throughout your being, you cannot deny it. 
and, this, and being discouraged about it then goes away. Okay. So that's why you don't really fully get rid of this, the, the problem or the, pro, the, the, uh, the tendency for, for discouragement, for uh, the sense of uh, um, what was that term that I used? The Tibetan term for that 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 substance that causes uh, discouragement. Remember that cycle, physical negenlen. Yeah. So what you're doing is really from the from the beginning is fighting that. The reason that you're not from the very beginning when you said I'm going to meditate, and you sit down and you, you and all of a sudden you you find yourself you know flying through the different meditation states. It's because of negenlen is in your body. Negative is in your mind. It, it is what is causing you not to experience spontaneous meditation. So in the beginning, you're fighting it, and how do you how do you deal with it? Only experienced meditators can deal completely mentally with a problem. We have a body, we have a mind, and we have emotions. We have to deal with the problem. In all the, from all those angles. You have to do something with your body to deal with it. You have to do something with your emotions to do with it. You have to watch what you eat. Some, some food may, may be uh, uh, exaggerating it. Okay? All these things you have to take into consideration. The only time where you don't take these things into consideration is when you're an expert meditator where you can solve everything which you just you know, sit down and meditate and you solve the problem. If you're not even at the first stage yet, look at those things. The reason that perhaps you're not making progress is because you, maybe there's something you're eating that is causing it. And never mind about that uh, self-existent stuff, okay? We already know, you know, never mind. <laughs> Just little things, self-existent, and I don't know. I'm talking about uh, you in particular may have a particular problem with a particular food that you're accustomed to. And that food, because of your karmic relationship with it, is causing you not to experience different levels of meditation. Maybe you need to move your body a certain way. Certain exercises you need to do. Okay. And, and this is not considered uh, not dealing with the problem. This is really, if, I mean, if you really want to be a meditator, you have to take all these things into consideration. And you have to, you have to get a good grasp, get a good grip on meditation if you want to achieve any realizations because all realizations occur within meditation. Okay. So you have to deal with it. 10 years, 20 years of being on the path, studying and not dealing with those aspects, you're not, you're not really serious about getting the realizations that you're, you're talking about. Okay. So, Forgetting the instruction has to do with uh, um, so you, you, you've, you've conquered the tendency to be discouraged to a certain degree where you actually get to a point where you have uh, steadiness of practice. You've established a rhythm. Every whatever you said you're going to meditate and every whatever you actually meditate. And when you don't meditate, you feel as if you didn't, you didn't have a, you missed a needle or you, you didn't brush your teeth or something. 
And some people don't care about that, but some people do. <laughs> okay? It's as if something makes the day go off. Okay? And if you're feeling that the day is off because you missed that meditation, that means you're in a good state. Now, don't beat yourself up. I missed the meditation. Don't beat yourself That's just helping discouragement get, get a, a, you know, stay longer. Okay? Uh, I've said it before. Don't give discouragement any, any breathing space in your mind. Okay? No matter what. You've just committed the worst kind of a vow breaking that you can think of and you know, regret it and go through an emotion, but don't let, don't let that become a discouragement for the path. Okay? Whatever happens, let it be something that you can use to encourage you further on the path. Okay? I'm not saying go commit, uh, I hope you don't, I'm not saying go break your vows and then use that as, a, as to, to help you on the path. I'm, I'm not saying that, okay? I'm saying if, okay, you try not to and then you, and then you, get, you, you get weak one day and then you break it, okay? Right, never mind that, okay? Uh, I just say I wouldn't talk about that too much, right? Um, okay, so you've mastered some degree of getting rid of discouragement and you develop What's that term? Steadiness. That is an achievement. You should pat yourself on the back that you have steadiness. You said you're going to do this every day, or when, or every morning, every evening, every midday, whatever time you found that that was the time that was for you, and you and you keep at it. And when you're about to uh, sit down, when you're about to do your meditation, you find yourself actually uh, having some level of degree of enthusiasm. And you find, it, you find yourself that uh, it is as uh, natural to you or as necessary to you as, as uh, eating. And have, I don't know, if you, if you always have breakfast, it's like as natural and as necessary as having breakfast. If you don't have breakfast, I don't know, whatever meal you, you feel that you, you eat, that you, you, you say, if you don't have it, then something's wrong with the day. If you don't meditate for that session, so you feel that something is wrong with that day. That's great achievement. That means you have done a great damage to Nagenlen. Now there's still some left. Okay? Now the second problem, the problem of uh, what's called forgetting the instruction. It's not just forgetting the instruction and as, you know, step one, two, ten, and then you forgot, you know, one of, one of them eight or whatever. Okay? It means while you're meditating, your mind is distracted towards something else. Meditation, uh, 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 meditation itself is an act of constantly, actively remembering. So when that stops, when you're, not, when you're not consciously remembering what you want to remember, that is, that is the danger of forgetting the instructions. Okay? Someone can have, I'll give you an example, there are nine, there are, you're given an instruction, there are ten stages to it, okay? And you go through one through nine, and you forget ten, okay? Let's say you leave out ten. But you have a great experience between one through nine. You didn't forget the instruction, even though the, the, it's called forgetting the instruction. What, what is forgetfulness as a, as, a, as a problem is 
whatever you're meditating on, you're not constantly applying, remembering it. Because that's what, the, that's why, uh, you can say that's what meditation is in a sense. Okay? It's taking hold of the ability to remember and making it happen in a stream toward just one thing. And when that stream is broken, then that's the problem of meditation. So it doesn't necessarily mean forgetting one step. Okay? You can have great meditation. You can even uh, achieve uh, uh, shamatha. Like if you had, if, if the, somehow the dog ate the, <laughs> the page that had the, the, one of the steps. Okay? <laughs> and just fo fo focusing on just those steps that you remember. Okay? Right? So that's uh, forgetting the instruction. And what is it that breaks the stream of remembering is Nang and Lin. Somehow discouragement came in in some form or another and, made, and, and broke the stream of your remembering the object. Why? You don't really have, you haven't developed an intense interest in the object so that your mind will naturally flow toward remembering it. And what your mind is doing is because it remembers something else was fun and the mind tries to go through that instead. Your mind will naturally go towards what it believes, what it is convinced is something that is of benefit, something that will be, give it a sense of contentment. And if you remember the movie excited you, it caught your attention, it gave you some sense of satisfaction, and you're trying to remember this, this, uh, this blue thing, which is boring, you know, your mind will naturally go to the movie. Okay? Because you've already established in your mind that that's an interesting object. It's an object of interest. It's an object for the mind to remember. Okay? So to, stop, to help you stop this problem, is not so much remember the steps 1 through 10, 1 through 10, 1 through 10, 1 through 10. You can remember all the steps if you want all the time. But what is it that's making you forget uh, step four, step three, or whatever? It's because you haven't really developed an intense interest in it. Okay? So you have to somehow, if, if, if your teacher told you, you better do this or you're going to die, you better do this or, or you're never going to reach any realization, then you have, and, and if, if it's the most boring thing that was presented to you, then you have to trick your mind to find it to be of interest. Okay? Now stop doing what they do in every, in every instruction manual. What you're about to read is the most amazing thing in the world. There's nothing better than this. Okay? That's the instruction for every single uh, meditation. Okay? How to medit the instruction of meditation on blue? Blue is the most wonderful thing. There's nothing better than meditation on blue. Once you meditate on blue, you will ex experience incredible uh, realizations. And when you, when you read the manual now on red, you will never believe how fortunate you are. You're going to meditate on red. <laughs> okay, there's nothing more better, there's nothing better than, more better, nothing better <laughs> than meditating on red. Because why are they all like that? They want to, in, incur, they want to elicit a, a strong interest in you. They want you to get, they want you to, to counter uh, Neng and Len from the very beginning. So that the stream of remembering the object will become natural. Okay? 
So now, you all, uh, uh, if, let's say blue. If blue was your object of meditation to help you get to uh, shamatha, then until you are able to actually create the color blue in your mind, you don't really have an object of meditation. You're looking for your object of meditation. And when blue finally appears to your mind, then your mind is in danger of excitement, and the mind is in danger of, 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 of uh, um, what's the other one, laxity, uh, what's the word? Uh, dullness, then, you, sinking. sinking, okay, we'll use that one. Then your mind is in danger of, now you're, now you're dealing with that obstacle. When you're finally dealing with that obstacle, you see how long it took you to get there? You better pat yourself on the back. Finally, I'm experiencing actual meditative mental seeking. Finally, I'm actually experiencing mental meditation, mental uh, excitement. And it has a flavor of what we experience in life as agitation and uh, mental agitation, mental excitement, and mental dullness. But uh, only you draw from that can you tell... Can you tell yourself, okay, I, I think this is mental excitement. I think this is mental agitation. Okay. You, using, using the experience you have in life, within the meditation. Okay. Uh, excitement, I don't know if, I don't, uh, it's kind of difficult to give a, a very good picture of excitement. Excitement is, uh, it's not just you completely, your mind is completely on something else. Okay? That's not what excitement is. It's more of an, uh, I have to use that word, more of an energetic feeling. Okay? There's, you feel some sort of like, you feel like your mind is over-energized. That's what they're referring to as mental excitement. Okay? And dullness is the opposite. You feel like your mind is under-energized. Okay? So when you, think, when you think about it this way, then what's the antidote? If it's dullness, then you have to do something to energize the mind. And if your mind is too energized, too, ener feeling too, ener too, too, ener too much energy in the mind, then you have to sort of uh, deflate the mind. And those, uh, uh, when the mind is too excited, since the state of mind of sadness is a mind of low energy, then you can sort of think of sad things sort of depress the mind. Okay? The mind is too excited, you have to depress it. You know, think of, you know, hey, you're going to die. Stop, stop. What is there to get excited about? Okay? That depresses the mind. But it's not so much of, a, of an excitement in the sense of, you know, uh, being emotionally excited about something like, you know, oh, you know, uh, it would be excited, emotional excitement your favorite movie is playing next week or something like that, and you're excited about that. Not, not that kind of excitement. But it more if it's... Because you're now uh, consciously taking control of what's happening within your, your system. And your... Mm, okay. You're moving energy unconsciously. You may have, 
you will experience because of because of your lack of experience of moving energy you will unconsciously move them in a configuration that brings about exact that brings about a, 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 a um, what's that word do you, when you feel like you have to do something I have to do something I have to do something what's called urgency a sense of urgency anxiety anxiety okay that that's that, that's what's building up and when you when you when you are experiencing it and if you don't do something about it you will become sitting will become very uncomfortable you feel the need to run a marathon or something okay because you're generating energy okay you're, now you've calmed the system and the energy is moving and because you're not used to it because the system is kind of clogged and dirty so it's not used to energy moving so freely and it causes a sense of too much energy and you need feel the need to do something about it okay and if you, if you don't do something about it then you're becoming in, you're, you're going to get yourself in danger uh, that's what I hate that word loon not the word but you know how people misunderstand that loon and that's when you're in danger of that thing called loon okay but believe it or not <laughs> Even though it's talked about as if you know something to be avoided, and people are like, no. before they go on retreats, they're already afraid they're going to get loon, and they you know they bring with them like a ton of butter because they hear like you know if you eat butter, it will it will do something with loon. <laughs> okay. Uh, <coughs> so the first time I went on a retreat, I was afraid of this thing because people were talking about it, and my teacher said, if you get loon, that's a blessing. <laughs> You'll be lucky if you get long. <laughs> okay. So, don't, if you heard that term before, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't 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 create a sense of uh, of uh, fear. I'm gonna get long. I'm gonna get long. I'm gonna get long. What do you, what do you think that's gonna do? You're gonna get long. <laughs> okay. But this excitement that the uh, uh, the, ex the excitement that comes when. Um, when you're trying to meditate, and you, because the the, the body is not moving, the mind is trying not to move, and then the energy is now sort of like find a, a, a path to move through. Then it creates a sense of excess of energy, and you and you feel it in your mind, like uh, you feel like your mind is running. Uh, you feel that, like feel like your mind is running a thousand miles an hour. You just—it's just a feeling. It's not like uh, you're thinking a thousand miles an hour, but you just have the feeling that thoughts are running in your mind a thousand miles an hour. It's just a feeling. Okay. And the way to to counter it is to, at first, with your will, with your intention. I notice that the mind is running a thousand miles an hour. A mind, calm down. That's the best way to do it. And that's how you always want to do it. And this little uh, exercise I just mentioned to you, it will that's the key to everything. That's the key, really, that's the key to everything. Whatever you cannot do with just that way, then, then that's why all the other elaborations come. Okay, never mind. Enough to for that. 
so if the will part doesn't work, then you have to do something else. Okay. Then you have to start thinking about, uh, uh, first of all, tell yourself, it's okay, it's okay. And then start thinking about things which, are, which will depress the mind. Make the mind think, you know, bring, sort of bring the energy down. Okay. And if none of this works, then stop. Get up and, and, and try to go to sleep. Don't try to sleep while you're sitting down and meditate. That will, that's an extremely bad habit. Okay. If you want to sleep, get up from the seat where, you, where, you, where you've established this is my meditation and go to bed. Okay? Or go, go, go on the couch or something. Uh, and, the, and the reason, one of the reasons why the excitement is happening is because you're starting to have a taste. You're starting to get a taste of what they're talking about, of those incredible things. And, and your attention is drawn towards it in such a way where you've forced the energy too, too fast towards it. Um, and it is to avoid this. That's from the very beginning. I've asked you to be mindful from the very beginning. And being mindful in the sense of uh, uh, keeping, your, keeping a level head, so to speak. Well, look at that. This is bliss. What's next? Okay. Well, look at that. I am dying. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> So you have to keep, keep an even attitude so that when you're finally about to reach, uh, uh, when, when you're about to reach the, uh, the actual state of shine, that your excitement doesn't stop you from achieving it. Okay. So keeping a level head, keeping a, a level mind, whatever's happening, just watch it. Oh, okay, that's what's happening now. Oh, look at bliss. Oh yeah, bliss feels good, alright. <laughs> the object of that is very clear in my mind. Alright, that's good. Oh, look at that. Distraction is happening. That's what's happening over there, distraction. Okay. Keep your, don't get depressed because of the distraction. Don't get excited because of you seeing some, some nice thing happening. Okay. So keep the energy always level. Always flowing level. Okay. Wow, that was enough. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> Probably tired of listening to me. <laughs> right? uh, so we've covered Jingge. We've covered also forgetfulness. And now we're going to go into application and over-application. I don't know how long it will take because there's so many ways of application. There's many ways of, well, just application actually. All right. Ready for meditation?
So recall as vividly as you can uh, whatever meditative state we experienced during the uh, earlier part and let the very vividness of it infuse your present state so you almost immediately start to have some taste of that meditation. Let's go to that uh, vision where you're in the center of the universe, surrounded by all beings. And just the beings in samsara. going through their various experiences and we are going to search for one type of experience just feel alone. And to, if you've had the experience of being alone, remember it so you can sympathize, empathize. And coming out of, through that sympathy, through that empathy, and strongly wish that they can be free of this experience. The child is alone because they have no siblings. Child's alone because they've lost a parent. And really get to understand what that person feels like, what that person is feeling. 
and keep putting yourself in that person's place to really know what they are feeling. When that feeling becomes palpable, steady, then you make a strong wish for those who are experiencing this to be free of it. Wherever they may be, whoever they may be. You see how your wishing is not actually removing that problem. And you wish to be able to do something to remove it. It's not just one person. There are many. You cannot count how many of them have this problem. make a genuine wish, a genuine desire, aspiration to be able to do something about it for all of them, not just one. And turn your mind to your teacher and become one with your mind. Direct this aspiration towards your teacher in your heart. genuine aspiration to do something, your genuine concern for their condition. This itself becomes a cause to see the teacher in your heart appearing as a bright light See this light shining from your heart, going to each one of them and becoming for them a friend, a sibling, a parent. And helping them to be free of whatever it is. whatever way it is blocking them, this sense of loneliness.
or you can see the light transform you and then you become capable of multiplying yourself and becoming the brother, the sister, the father, the mother, the child, the friend of all those who are feeling lonely. For those where this experience was blocking their spiritual progress, <coughs> the block is removed. For those who needed this problem so they can move ahead, now they have the understanding so they can move ahead. The object of meditation here is that sense of compassion, active compassion.
Oh, the last image is help them see the teacher that is in their hearts. So no matter what the outward appearance, they're never alone. If you had any moment where you feel genuine compassion, it is said that the merit you gain from just that one moment cannot be measured. So know of this treasure you hold and dedicate it to something that is of concern to you. Gently bring your attention to your breath and through the breath become aware of the body starting with the top of your head and continue until you're aware of the whole body from head to toes. <coughs> 